Hey guys, and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast. Today, I am going to be sharing with you weeks 13, 14, and 15 of my pregnancy. One, I'm trying to catch you guys up to speed because it took me a minute to get back into the podcasting groove, um, mainly due to a rough first trimester, which is pretty standard. Um, but also, these weeks were um, marked by a very interesting event that happened to our life. So I kind of just wanted to group them together. So first, let's just dive right in. Um, if you guys are new around here, my name is Becca. I am a YouTuber. I'm a dietitian. I'm on Instagram. I sell essential oils. I am all about like nutrition and holistic living, um, healthy living, wellness, all of that um, with like a hefty dose of balance. Um, and I have been sharing each of my pregnancies here on this podcast for, I mean, I guess <laughs> the last three pregnancies and this is number four. Normally my husband joins me, but life is just so crazy with three, uh, four and under at home. So it's just like next to impossible for us to sit down and quiet, um, which if you guys have been following this season, you already know that. So I'm just going to jump right in. So first I'm going to talk about like all of my pregnancy symptoms. So weeks 13, 14, and 15. So at this point, officially in the second trimester, which is always such a relief for so many reasons. One, you know, once you get to the second trimester, you're kind of out of that really scary zone of potentially miscarrying. The risk drops significantly. Of course, there's always risk there, but as you get further and further along and baby develops more and more, that, you know, that fear or that anxiety just starts to subside. Um, So it's always such a beautiful day when you can say, I am in the second trimester. Also, second trimester tends to be what a lot of moms call like the honeymoon trimester or honeymoon phase because symptoms, all the difficulties of the first trimester start to ease and, you know, you get some of that energy back um, and you're don't, you're not huge yet. So you're not like dealing with crazy aches and pains or, you know, fatigue or any of that. So it's just exciting to be in the second trimester. Um, And for me, I was very excited and I want to say, I feel like my first trimester, I feel like that was the sickest that I've been. It's hard to tell, um, but I feel like I rebounded the quickest this time. It was weird. Like I was the most sick, but I also rebounded the quickest. And I honestly just think that's because life is busier um, with three kids and there's just a lot been going on, which I'll talk more about in this episode. So I'm just more distracted. So I feel like once I was out of the like debilitating sickness where I like literally there was like almost nothing else I could think about. Once I was a little bit more functional, I feel like I just was kind of thrown back into life and it just felt a little bit easier, which is lovely. So, okay, 13, 14, and 15. Started to feel, I wrote much with lots of H's (laughs) better in these weeks and my dizziness was even starting to fade. I can't remember if I talked about dizziness in the first trimester episode. I'm sure I did. But I do experience a lot of dizziness. And what's interesting is in my past pregnancies, from what I can remember, dizziness is usually more of a second trimester symptom for me. Um, Like once I stop feeling sick, I start to feel dizzy all the time and just like lightheaded in general. But I had more of that in the first trimester and it actually started to subside in the second trimester. Like in these weeks, I wrote that down. Um, So when you're pregnant... um, 
you have a, a hormone in your body called relaxin and it, it relaxes everything. It, like literally all, like basically like all your muscles and your, your blood vessels, which you want because things need to kind of loosen up like all the joints and the ligaments and the muscles, they need to stretch. So we do need them to be more at, at, like in a relaxed state all the time. Um, this is also why a lot of moms experience constipation because it also relaxes the muscles in your digestive system. So it just literally slows everything down. Um, that's fun. Take magnesium, oral magnesium. If you're struggling with that, it's a life, lifesaver. Um, but also it relaxes your blood vessels. So you end up having, um, it's really common to have lower blood pressure when you're pregnant. And from what I remember reading this, like it, like your um it's it's like up until 20 weeks is when it's like the worst i guess my guess is because up until 20 weeks your blood volume is increasing and once you hit around the 20 around the 20 week mark you're like kind of at the max blood volume it, it literally doubles so i'm ass- i'm assuming my what i logistically what i would take from that is because you have more blood it kind of brings your blood pressure back up a little bit Versus when you have a lower blood volume and all of a sudden your vessels really relax and everything just kind of slows down. Um, I always have low blood pressure. Like I pretty much always a little bit on the low side. Um, all through pregnancy, typically I have low blood pressure and it just makes you feel really lightheaded and dizzy. Um, now there were days where I would feel lightheaded like all day. Like I just wanted to like lay down and be like horizontal. Cause I felt like that was the only way I could like get adequate like blood flow up to my head. Um, but then that started to subside. Now this still is a thing that I, that I experience. Um, I'm like well into the second trimester now and I definitely still experience it. But it's more like if I, um, like whenever I go up the stairs, like if I get to the top of the stairs, like I just literally feel like I'm like, uh, like have COPD or something. Like I've been like a lifelong smoker. Like when I get to the top of the stairs, I'm so out of breath and I just like have to sit down most of the time, especially if I like go up the stairs and then like grab a laundry basket or something like God forbid Then I'm just, I am done. Like it's, it's actually kind of sad, but it's just because my blood pressure is low lungs are starting to get squished. It just like is what it is. You're just kind of breathless in pregnancy, or at least I always have been. I'm also not in the best shape. Like, let's be honest, but, um, like going up the stairs shouldn't be, shouldn't be a challenge, but it honestly, it honestly is. Um, anyway, so dizziness is starting to fade. That's the whole spiel on my dizziness. Um, so something by this point, so I'm hitting the second trimester. My boobs are so big again. So, not to like talk about my boobs, but it's a very like normal pregnancy thing. So, um, like when you are pregnant, you're like boobs basically start preparing to, um, they like literally create new tissue so that you can produce milk obviously when the baby's here. So they get bigger. I feel like everybody knows that. Um, but after breastfeeding, several kids now, um, or a few kids now, they like totally shrink. Like they are just not what they used to be. And honestly, it's fine. It doesn't really bother me that much. Um, it, it just like really doesn't like, I don't, I, like, I know a lot of moms will get, you know, breast augmentations. I just like, don't think I'm ever going to care enough to actually do that, but they do definitely get way smaller and they're not perky or, <laughs> or anything like they used to be. Um, but all of a sudden by this point they were like, okay, there we go. There's like big boobs again. So that I noticed, um, nausea wise, I'm having some in these weeks, some like nausea late in the afternoon. Um, but sometimes not until night, which is for me at this point in pregnancy is really good. Like normally that's closer to like 16, 17, 
like like that's usually where things really start to get better and then by like 18 or 19 weeks I'm usually completely in the clear um so things were getting better and I was still taking the unisom so the unisom was obviously still suppressing nausea that I would be experiencing um the unisom and the b6 I was still taking it at night and there was actually one day in week 15 where I was like man I'm feeling really good like I think I might be able to like stop taking unisom which would be the earliest I've ever stopped so I tried it and it was immediate regrets (laughs) Like I was, I was so not out of the woods. It was definitely making me feel a lot better. And when I, that one day when I skipped it, or I guess it was one night cause I take it right before I go to bed. Um, I woke up the next morning and I was brushing my teeth and I literally gagged like so hard and I was like, Oh no, what did I do to myself? And I actually felt fine through the morning because by this point, the nausea, it's always the worst at night. And as each week goes on, it's like it starts like later and later and later in the day. So I was like fine during the day. But then I remember that afternoon I was like, oh, that was such a mistake. That was such a mistake. I felt so sick. And I just remember thinking, why did I do this to myself? I got I got a little cocky. I definitely got cocky. Um, So the next night, you betcha, I took my Unisom and I felt much better the next day. Um, So let me see. Are there any other symptoms. I'm just going through my list here. Um, I said a little lightheaded in the morning, otherwise good. Usually the lightheadedness is the worst first thing in the morning. And once I drink a little bit of coffee, cause caffeine actually raises your blood pressure. Um, and this is still true, like to this day. Um, once I drink a little bit of coffee, I don't drink much caffeine at all. Cause I'm so sensitive to it. I think I'm actually going to talk in one episode. I think I'm going to talk about caffeine. I feel like this, this, season I'm just going to pick like random different topics and just kind of like give you guys all of my thoughts on them because there's a few different things so far I've thought of where I'm like I could really like dive into that topic um but so once I drink a little bit of coffee have like a little bit of caffeine in my system it seems to kind of like level me out and I don't feel so dizzy and I feel kind of normal so grateful for coffee for that reason um and then a couple other little things so one this is so funny I had this weird like obsession with the show say yes to the dress at this point in time now there's very little time in my day or even like in my week where I get to watch tv by myself um because pretty much there's there's typically no tv happening until like after the kids go to bed and it's me and Matt and I mean he does not want to watch say yes to the dress and I don't blame him um but you know if there's like these really glorious moments where maybe all the kids are playing outside or if all three kids are like napping and quiet timing at the same time, like I am parking my butt on the couch and I am putting my feet up and I'm going to rest and I'm going to put something on and I have zero guilt about that. Um, anyway, so I had this obsession with say yes to the dress. It lasted for like these three weeks and now I like have no desire to watch it. And it's so funny. I have not watched that show since before like I picked out my own wedding dress. I used to be obsessed with that show. I love weddings. I love like brides I think the whole thing is just so fun it's such a special special time in life and it's just like I just I love weddings like I love going I'm that person that like loves going to weddings um anyway so I have I literally didn't like once I actually went wedding dress shopping myself and like picked out my own dress I like totally lost interest in watching it because it was just like you know I already I like had that experience myself but so then I had this like weird twilight zone where I literally it was like all I wanted to watch and I think because I was kind of talking to Matt about it and I was like I think it's just this really 
like beautiful distraction that takes me back to like a really happy time. Not that like life isn't happy now, but just like a really, cause I was, you know, I think of myself when I went, when I was going wedding shopping and planning a wedding, like it was just such a, such a happy time in life. I had no kids. So like I had all this free time to just like take care of myself. And so when I think about like that point in my life and when I see these like brides, like also living out like that point in their life I'm just like this is so great like this is so great I don't know it must have been like a weird hormonal I don't know like literally I don't want to watch it now I watched so many episodes well not really I guess because I don't have a ton of time but it felt like a lot um I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced that like this weird reversion to like being obsessed with weddings and wedding dresses I don't know there's definitely something hormonal attached to that. But anyway, so that was during these weeks, just like a big say yes to the dress binge. Um, very interesting. And now I like don't really care to watch it. <laughs> but um, and then there's another like something else kind of going on this week. So I haven't mentioned it on the podcast yet, but if you follow me on social media, if you're either a YouTube subscriber or you follow me on Instagram, you already know I've been talking about it a ton. We're actually moving again. Did we move in? No, we didn't move the last season, but we moved when I was pregnant with Hadley, which was about three, just about three years ago. Um, and I, I like, I remember saying literally we're never moving again, like on that podcast. Cause moving is so intense and like moving when you're pregnant. I was also in my third trimester then, which is just, whoo, that is rough. Um, but we're moving I did a whole YouTube video on why we decided to like sell our dream farmhouse and like the house that we bought and it's bittersweet, but I'm actually so excited for this new adventure and this new house. Um, but that's like a whole nother topic of conversation. If you want to hear me talk about that, go watch that YouTube video. Um, but during these weeks, this was like the crunch time of getting our house ready to photograph, which if you've ever sold your house, you know, is pretty it's a it's an intense process especially if you have kids or li- especially little kids at home um, because your house has to be perfect it has to be immaculate there can be no clutter it has to be like so perfectly staged so that's when like we were really spending a lot of time doing that during those weeks I don't remember which week we actually had photos taken um, it was like the end of September I think or no what am I saying end of August it was the end of August um, So we were just like decluttering and just going around the house to all the different areas and like, you know, finding little spots to tuck things that we didn't want in the photos. And it's just, it's just like a big project. So, um, so that was another thing that was kind of going on. That's like a whole nother layer of like the busyness to this particular season of life. Like we've got three little kids balancing home life and work and um, we're homeschooling my oldest which is really very low-key she's preschool but she's home all the time so like it's just it's just very life is very crazy right now and then to add like moving (laughs) on top of that and renovating the new house that's also been going on all summer long um, after we bought it anyway so it's just it that's a whole other layer to the crazy but in these particular weeks that was what was going on We were getting ready to get our house basically up on the market. Um, But the biggest thing by far that kind of marked these weeks of my pregnancy, it was technically only two weeks, not three weeks. But this was like one of the craziest things that has ever happened to me in my lifetime. Like probably the craziest thing that's happened to me. Um, It was all over the news. It made the world news. It was a very like stressful 
and surreal couple of weeks because there was actually an escaped convict in our area. So if you follow me on Instagram, you saw me kind of sharing what was going on. Um, and I didn't share it until it was like, like he had been on the loose for like an entire week. And I didn't say, I didn't say anything. I don't know. Cause I, I didn't want to like take this terrible situation that was like happening to my community and like turn that into like social content. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of, but there was a day, like it was, I think it was like day seven. He was super close to our house, like very, very close to our house. Like there were cops lining our street. He was spotted very nearby. And that's when I got like really scared. And I posted on Instagram. I was like, please pray for my family and our area because this guy is on the loose. So then I just kind of ended up like somewhat updating on my Instagram what was going on. So if you were following that, then you already kind of know the story. But basically, there was um, a man that escaped from a local jail, which I didn't even know there was a jail there until this whole experience. And it was like, I don't know, maybe like five miles from my house or something. Pretty close. Um, And he was convicted um, of murder, a very, very brutal murder of his ex-girlfriend. And he was like, the jury only took 15 minutes to like decide that he was guilty like he was just a very dangerous guy and he was supposed to be he was like they were gearing up to transfer him like he got sentenced like the end of August and then just like maybe a week or something I don't remember the exact amount of days later he actually escaped from that jail so he was like they were getting ready to transfer him to our state prison which is max security but he was basically just like way too dangerous of a dude to ever be in our like little local jail um that we've now learned is like very understaffed and there's clearly a lot of issues with it um but he basically like crab walked up these two walls got onto the roof somehow was not seen like running across the roof and running off the property like climbed over razor wire and was then like missing in action in the woods surrounding like our general area for a long time. (laughs) So he, it turns out he's Brazilian. He's also wanted for murder in Brazil. And he did like the same thing in Brazil and was like in the Brazilian jungle on the run and then ended up getting like a flight out to a different country and then like escaped to the U S it's absolutely wild. But he, like had experience with this. Like this was not his first rodeo. He was very comfortable like living in the wild. So he was very hard to track down. And where we live, he was a he was like spotted about 2 to 3 miles from our house for most of it. Um and we were like and there was literally law enforcement like swarmed our area. And honestly Matt and I were like there's no way he's like going to get like 2 to 3 miles on foot with the amount of surveillance that's happening. There's just no way. Like, there's just no way. Like, it was freaky, but we were like, he's not in our backyard. And then suddenly he, like, was spotted, not in our backyard, but, like, basically, like, there were cops all over our road. It was just really freaky. So the whole thing was just very um, anxiety-inducing. It was just a very surreal experience because we're, like, every day 
we didn't like all day we didn't like exactly know where he was he would be on the move at night so like all day long it was just very eerie because he could literally it felt like he could like pop out of the bushes at any moment and you know we didn't let our kids outside we were like barely outside and he was for the most part like staying away from people and hiding in the woods because he didn't want to be seen but he also did break into a few homes to like get supplies and like one of the homes the people were home like it was just very freaky and it was um like we were constantly like checking our phones like for updates like waiting to see like did they did have they seen him has there been a sighting like what's going on where is he now and then so he made it all the way to close very very close to our house and so it just felt like he could get anywhere like he kept evading the police he was so sneaky it was insane um so he was in our area for about a week and a half and he ended up that he kept like breaking through like the um there was literally there was like um federal agents here there were um like special tactical agents there was a whole um team that flew in from el paso who are like border control and like this is like their wheelhouse there were helicopters all over the place like it was insane like the the um the like turnout i guess for this um like this manhunt essentially so he ended up stealing um, like a dairy van or sorry, a van from a dairy farm. Like he broke perimeter. He got to this dairy farm. He took, it took stole a van and he went to a, a town like about 45 minutes from us. So it was like a relief when he was out of our area, but he was like still on the run. And like we knew that there was just like this new community now that was going through what we went through and then he ended up breaking into a house and he got a weapon so then he was armed and it just kept getting more scary and more desperate and it was just the wildest freakiest experience so he ended up getting caught on day 14 they tracked him down they found him in the woods a dog actually ended up like getting him getting to him first and detained him um one of these like um, incredibly trained um canines from el paso Um, so they got him, he wasn't, because the dog like grabbed him, um, and detained him, he wasn't able to like fire off any shots. So nobody was injured. It was like a perfect capture. And we later found out that, um, because he had a weapon, he had the weapon for like a day, I think. And his plan was like, so they caught him super, I think like early, early in the morning. And his plan was to that day, like basically carjack somebody and try and drive either to like Mexico or Canada. So he was like so close to a endangering the life of someone by stealing their car, carjacking, um, and then also getting like f- even further away to like, you know, broadening the search area by like an incredible amount. So they got him just in the nick of time. It was just the craziest experience. Like it was like I, I just keep saying it was surreal. Um, there was one night that the cops literally we were about to go to bed. They pull we had two state troopers pull up our driveway and light up our whole property. And we were literally looking out the window like, uh, um, what's happening? Like, why are they literally in our driveway? Um, we went out and talked to them and they were like, you know, we we there was a tip that they somebody saw someone running like basically behind your house we're checking out literally everything um they searched our barn like it was just insane like it was quite literally too close to home like you hear about these things happening but then when there's like literally cops in your driveway like searching your property it's just like bananas so he ended up being captured all was well um we ended up you know like everybody was safe. Nobody was injured. It was just, it was actually pretty incredible that they were able to get him, like apprehend him without 
like any danger to either law enforcement or the public. Um, so we were just so thrilled and so grateful for every all the law enforcement that was out there working like literally around the clock. It was also like a heat wave during like one of the weeks that he was out and about and you know they're out in their you know full uniforms probably just like literally dying. So that was like what marked <laughs> these weeks the most. It was absolutely insane. Um, but we we're just so glad that he was apprehended. So that is it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about weeks 13, 14, 15, and the craziest thing that's ever happened to me or my family. Um, next week, we're going to dive into more of the second trimester, um, just the busyness of kids and packing up and moving and all this crazy stuff. So thanks for listening, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.